Welcome to the Allegory of Spots podcast series. Thank you for joining. In each episode, we introduce a new spot. We talk about how spots hinder our progression mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, and how to overcome any spot that may be holding you back. As you begin to move and apply the things you learn, you will start to see weaknesses become strengths. You will begin to see and feel greater light come into your life. I'm Stephen, and thanks for joining. I'll be your host for this episode as we talk about service. This is one of my favorite topics that I like to talk about. It brings to mind so many occasions that have found me, simply because I was ready to see. What are some attributes of service? Gratitude, love, understanding, compassion, patience, kindness, selflessness, Service comes in so many shapes and sizes, sometimes planned out perfectly and expected. But most of the time, service opportunities come when you're not looking. Open your eyes, and especially open your heart, so you'll see and know when an opportunity to serve stands before you. Now, it doesn't matter who you are, what you do, where you live, or your rank in life. There are so many opportunities to serve others. I pulled out of my neighborhood not long ago and saw some tree limbs in the middle section of a four-lane road. Now, these weren't just little old branches from some tree that had fallen out of the back of a truck. But these were four to five inches around, so pretty big. The kind that, if you hit them at night, would do some pretty healthy damage to your vehicle. I had a friend in the car, and we were turning right. I immediately flipped around and parked in the middle of the road, put my hazards on, told my friend just to hold tight. He didn't really know what was happening. I jumped out, picked up the limbs, tossed them in the back of the truck, and then got back on our way. To me, it was a simple decision and one that came out of nowhere unexpected. But my eyes were ready to see and my heart was ready to act. What do you see throughout the day? Or, I'll put it another way, what do you behold? Do you see things for what they really are? Or do you judge just what's on the surface? Beholding is a wonderful topic, and we discuss it in greater detail in one of the first spots that we put out, which was named Addictions. Speaking of beholding, it certainly does affect our ability to serve. Let's try something here. I'm going to ask a question, and I want you to think about where your heart is by the answers that come to mind. This question could be asked many different ways. I've just chosen this one example out of thousands. So here it goes. What thoughts come to mind when you think of a homeless person? Now, this is where each of you get to ponder your answer. And while you're doing that, I'm going to share an experience I had. While teaching a group in church, I asked the group to ponder this very same question and to share their answers. The answers were varied, but not at all unexpected. One person said, I think of beggars. Another said, get a job. Another made a reference to homeless individuals being everywhere you go. There were more answers, and most were along the same lines. Not much of seeing the real picture, or even beholding, which is what I anticipated. In Matthew chapter 22, a lawyer, tempting Jesus, asked Jesus the question, Which is the great commandment in the law? To which Jesus replied, beginning in verse 36, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. 
This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Now consider once again the thoughts that came to your mind. How did you feel? What came to your mind? What labels did you place on persons that are homeless? Were you put off by the thought of those that don't work, regardless of their circumstances? Or did your heart ache for those who are without, oftentimes with nowhere to go, regardless of how they end up in those circumstances? Thinking to yourself, what more could I do to help? Did any of you reflect on a time where you helped someone in need, a homeless person, a neighbor, friend, coworker, and lifted a burden from their shoulders? When you begin to behold others as God beholds them, you look past the outward appearance, the dirt, the grime, or whatever else might be obscuring your view. You begin to see others as God sees them. When you see others for who and what they truly are, your desire turns toward their welfare, and the desire to help anyone and everyone begins to grow. This is the changing of the heart I was referring to earlier. You might be quite perceptive and see a lot. But without a change in heart, you'll be a hearer of the word, but not a doer of the word. In 1 John chapter 4, we read verses 20 and 21. If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. This world has taught and conditioned us to give when convenient. We may think that because we give to charities or round up our change at the cash register, we're doing great things. In the book of Moses, chapter 1, verse 39, it reads, and this is speaking of God's work in glory. For behold, this is my work and my glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. When you recognize that God's work is to help each of his children return to live with him once again, then you begin to recognize just how important service becomes. Our purpose with serving others is to literally help bring souls back into God so God can give them immortality and eternal life. We are part of the rescue party sent out to help. Who are you serving? If it's not God, then begin to make the change so that you can be in His service. We hope that you've heard the Spirit or felt the Spirit of God urging you to cleanse your life as you've listened to the various spots in the podcast series. There are a few easy steps to remove the spots from your life. The process isn't hard, and once mastered, you will use the process over and over again, going deeper into your soul to be clean and spotless. The first step is to start by making a comprehensive list of all the things in your life you need to get rid of, repent of, or be healed from. You will know your list is complete when you feel you have included all the items that come to mind. The next or second step is to take an inventory of what you're feeding your spirit, because what you feed your spirit is what feeds your flesh. Your body will follow your spirit, so feed your spirit what you want to become. Third, you've identified the spots. Now let's get rid of them or cast them off. Here's how you do that. Present your list to God through prayer. Ask Him for help. As you pray, ask God to remove your spots, to literally take them from you. Remember, it gets easier. 
You may have heard this teaching by David O. McKay in one of the previous episodes. Your weakest point will be the point at which Satan tries to tempt you and will try to win you. And if you've made it weak before you have undertaken to serve the Lord, he will add to that weakness. Resist him and you will gain in strength. He will tempt you in another point. Resist him and he becomes weaker and you become stronger. Ask God to remove and offload all your burdens, stresses, and concerns. Stop trying to carry them alone. They weren't meant for you to carry. It'll only bring you continued suffering, poor health, and distress to carry them. The last or fourth step. Once you've finished steps one to three, start the process again. Only this time, you're going to travel a little deeper into your soul searching out even the smallest of spots you might have overlooked or not even recognized. Ask God to reveal them. He has a way of bringing them to the surface so that you'll see them. This is truly a personal experience with you and God as He helps you in the cleansing process. And finally, continue these steps until you've completely cleansed yourself of any and all spots. Then move forward by using the atonement of Jesus Christ each and every day to keep yourself unspotted.